I know a lot about golf. It's time for those weekend golf guys. Well, we're waiting. On SB Nation Radio. And on SBNationRadio.com. Here's John Ashton and Jeff Smith. We are those weekend golf guys. I am John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. I am in the studio. He is at the golf cave. We have some guests, or, or a guest at least, arriving soon, and we're not sure where he is. But he we, is uh, probably pumping gas or something. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but he is Brendan Sweeney. He is the director of player development for uh, French Lick Resorts in French Lick, Indiana. Yes, home of Larry Bird. Yeah. About the only thing you know, that we know about French Lick. I've been there a few times. Man, mm-hmm. what a great place that is. It's beautiful. It. it is beautiful, man. If you are anywhere close. And, and we're going to be extolling the virtues of the state of Indiana from top to bottom for the next hour or so. I mean, it's, it's just, it's a great place to go. And as we have mentioned or will mention, it's not on everybody's bucket list, but it should be. For golf, you've got the Pete Dye course, uh, at French Lick. You've got more Pete, there's like nine of them in the state. And there's a Pete Dye golf trail in Indiana because that's where Pete Dye's from. Yeah. Uh, you've got Victoria National. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got fantastic place. Yeah. I mean, you want to play a tough golf course? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Go there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Go there and see if you can smile at the end of the day. That's it. I mean, you you walk off there and your your most logical reaction is going to be, what the heck was I thinking? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it looks nice. It was pretty. It didn't play nice. That's it. But after I paid the greens fees, I couldn't afford all the balls I lost. So there you go. <laughs> uh, but it is a great challenge, and there's great golf in the state of Indiana, and it is not all flat. No, um, no. Fact, Southern Third is amazing. Yeah, almost a thousand feet high. And I live in the Southern Third. Yes, you do. I live in yes in an amazing place, just barely north of me, though. Whew. I know. You, you can wow. see for miles, man. <laughs> I turned my head to the right. I'm looking at Ohio. I turned my head to the left. I'm looking at Illinois. <laughs> That's it. And, and if here's you had, the fun part about that is if I could really had good vision, I could see right all the way out to Colorado. Yes, you could. Straight shot. <laughs> Straight that's, and flat. That's what, man, I, I once had a job interview in Quincy, Illinois. And it was like, how far do you have to go before you take a turn? And all the turns were were right angle turns. There were no curves in those roads. Because they, they could. <laughs> it's just straight. In it's whatever just, direction you wanted to go, it was just straight. Somebody drew up the town on a piece of graph paper, and here we go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But there's big doings going on. The reason why we're talking about French Lick, the Senior LPGA Championships coming up there. Uh, the, a whole week-long thing from the 10th of October to the 14th of October. A uh, couple of pro-ams. But anyway, that's what we're going to talk to Brendan Sweeney about. We're going to start when we come right back. We have those weekend golf guys. Hang with us. This segment of Those Weekend Golf Guys is brought to you by CBS Sports HQ. I think we're all aware that sports TV nowadays is, is full of made-up drama. Same topics being beaten into the ground with, with ideas and takes from people who don't even believe what they're saying themselves. But CBS Sports is going to change all that. CBS Sports HQ is a network that streams live 24-7, and they have coverage that is focused on just the game. Football, they got it. FedEx playoffs, they got it. Fantasy sports, well, their experts are going to give you the info you need to make all the right calls for your lineup, and, and football season is coming up. No fake debates, no politics, just real sports for real sports fans. Just open the CBS Sports app. And you can watch anytime from anywhere on your phone or at home on your Apple TV, Roku, or Fire TV. It couldn't be easier. And it's all totally free. Download the CBS Sports app and watch CBS Sports HQ today. 
Thanks for hanging. Coming back. We are those Weekend Golf Guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff. I keep hitting this microphone boom, and I apologize because it makes an outrageous noise when I do that. I will stop talking with my hands, and I will be quiet now. I am John Ashton in the studio. He is Jeff Smith at the Golf Cave, and somewhere on the road doing what he does best, which is developing players to play golf at French Lick Resort, is Mr. Brendan Sweeney. Yeah, welcome back, man. How you doing? We're just clipping along in French Lake, Indiana. Everything's going smooth. We're getting ready to wrap up another great season and uh, put the cherry on top of the uh, the cake uh, next week with the third edition of the Senior LPGA Championship presented by Old National Bank. And, benef- and benefiting Riley's Hospital for Children. Absolutely. Yeah, this is our... God, we started with Ashton Brown. We started with her back yeah. in was like- seven years ago. I was going to say six or seven years ago. Yeah, it's been a while, man. It's been it's yeah, been a a, a wonderful tradition around here. Yes. Let me just. Yes. You guys coming back? Uh, sure, we'd love to. Have have a Come question. On. All right, all right. We'll we'll work that out. We do, however, uh, have a little bit of a history lesson for people who who aren't quite sure what's going on here. Indiana is a flat state, except for the southern part of it. the The uh, glaciers did not come down all the way to the Ohio River. So right at just about, oh, I don't know, seven miles north of French Lick is where the glacier stopped. So French Lick is almost 900 feet tall. Is it not the second highest point in the state? It is the second highest point in the state of Indiana at 982 feet. So somebody decided, hey, this is a great place to build a golf course. Let's call let's call Pete Dye and have him build it for us. And lo and behold, well, actually, it came to pass. Yeah. <laughs> actually, way before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 100, 106 years ago, Tom Bendelow came walking through town and built a course at the West uh, West Baden Springs Hotel. Then in 1917, actually it was 1914, Tom Taggart, uh, the owner of the resort, went down to Pinehurst and commissioned Donald Ross to come up and find a place for, uh, for a little hill course. Golf has been going on for quite a long time at the French Lake Resort. It's... 2009, Pete Dye, we flipped the switch on that. And, yep. uh, he built a golf course in some places that wasn't supposed to be built on, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Yeah, even even he didn't think he could do it to begin with, but lo and behold, he said, yes, yes, we can. And it was, it's a, it's a great golf course too, man. It's one of the toughest around the, the pros that play. I mean, you had the senior PGA championship there. You've had the senior LPGA championship. This is the third one. Uh, it's a great golf course. Um, there's There's been some awards golf magazine a bunch of golf publications have have said that the uh, donald ross course which is also referred to as the hill course uh was the second best golf course in the state of indiana because the pete dye course was the best golf course in the state of indiana and they're both like within throwing rock distance of each other and they're both at french lake resort so you got a pretty good arm yeah <laughs> you got a pretty good arm Steve Austin, baby. Okay, so Austin. <laughs> that's right. So maybe it's uh, six or seven drivers, but you know, you get the idea. Okay, get the idea. Within five minutes, how does that? Sound? Yeah, that sounds great. If you know the shortcuts, then <laughs> just don't walk it because uh, it, it's a it's a half a bloody mary for you, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. He's been paying attention. All right, couple of swigs. He's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, the good news is back in nineteen fourteen. Tomato juice was invented in French Lake, Indiana. So we have a long stand. You can't, you can't have a Bloody Mary without thinking of French Lake. You can't. And if and if you are at all into not just golf, but the history of the early 20th century or the, the, the late 19th century, I mean, there's all kinds of stories about gangsters, escape routes, and and private meetings. And, and I mean, Franklin Roosevelt was there and said, hey, I think I'll run for president when he was there. 
Back in 1931, yep. I, got it. You're right there. And there's pictures there so- pictures on the wall of, of um, uh, Abbott and Costello who, who performed there. And, I mean, it's just the history is right at your fingertips as you walk through the hallway there. It's great. I love it. it. It really, it really is great. There were nine, it, it, you know, it was, a, it was a mill town, a trading post back in the day. You know, when the railroad started up, there were nine trains a day that came through town. It would start up in Chicago, wind up in Louisville or St. Louis or New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So there was constant commerce coming through. Right. Back in the Prohibition days, you know, it was pretty much a lawless society. So we had, uh, you know, 13 casinos that were there in town. They weren't really <laughs> regulated by anybody. Yeah. So it was, it was sort of a, you know, hear no evil see no evil and if you say something we'll find a hole for you That's right. type of town <laughs> and uh you know as, as time goes through you know uh, Pluto water but you know the the mineral springs in the town were supposed to be therapeutic for your body but years later it found out it had you know lithium in it it wasn't really too good for your body at all but uh, people would come and down and do do uh do cleansings down there and, and this guy started bottling up all the water so right across the street from the from the hotel between uh, the french lake hotel and Spring Valley High School, where Larry Bird went to school, uh, is the Pluto Water Company. So the train tracks would run right outside of there. So you think back in the, in the Prohibition days, you know, Capone and Dillinger would come down. They would have stills up in the hills. At nighttime, the, the bottling company would go dark for a while. <laughs> and then all, all the suds would be flowing out the door the next morning on a fresh train going somewhere. Yeah. So <laughs> there was quite a little business district going on back in the day, as rumor has. Yes, yes. Um, that we sort of capitalized on it. <laughs> Man, and and we haven't even brought up the the West Baden Springs Hotel yet, which is no, uh, it's it's an architectural marvel, man. It was the eighth wonder of the world when it was built back in 1901, and it was the world's largest freestanding dome until they built the Astor Dome in 1963. So it's you know 120 feet tall. God, it's 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 round. It's, it's amazing. There's no squares. There's no right <laughs> angles in the place at all. Yeah, and so you, it really is special. Go online, check it out. There's some really cool pictures at uh, franklick.com. Def- definitely are cool pictures. I was going to suggest you, you Google that, and it's 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 just a wonderful thing. But that's all background to. I mean, this this is those weekend golf guys, not those weekend resort guys, which means you have also been named the best golf resort by some publications too. Which I mean, you got three fantastic golf courses there, buddy. Two fantastic yeah. hotels, a casino, it's, restaurants. I mean, come on, you had everything. Well, well here's a, here's a little caveat that go along with the casino. Mm-hmm. Um, this is airing Sunday, so yesterday, Saturday, we went live with our sports book two weeks ago. But now there's a there's an online application. So if you're in the state of Indiana, if you go to your iPhone, start placing bets. Whoa, whoa! I'm if if you're one of the few people who like bet on football and stuff, I'm sure you'd probably <laughs> football, <laughs> basketball, darts, <laughs> the World Series. It's all there, man, and it's great. That um, that was yeah. The, just go to uh, it, it, yeah. it's pretty easy. Go to uh, www dot bet rivers r i v e r s, and if you're in the state of Indiana, you could just. Click on there. Obviously, it's GeoTrack, so you can't do it when in a contiguous state. You have to be okay. within the state. So uh, uh, just go online and fill out the profile. They'll take your information and feel free to bet away. Yeah. <laughs> so Indy- we're bringing we're, we're bringing the numbers back. <laughs> it's, it's so much fun up there, man. So much fun, and it's just one of the great things about living in this section of the of the country is that it's it's a not a long commute. 
to get there. You can go for a couple of days. No. You know, you don't have to drive no, forever no. to if, reach if, it. If you, if you look, if you look at the map, you know, we're, we're an hour and 10 minutes away from Louisville, but within a three-hour drive, I think we have nine professional sports teams. Mm-hmm. You know, Nashville's three hours away. St. Louis is three hours away. Cincinnati's two and a half hours away. Indy's two and a half hours away. Chicago's five. Charleston, West Virginia. Columbus, Ohio. Um we're there. If if we're someone there, were flying in from from a, a ways away, would they go to Louisville or Evansville, which is closer? You know, I live in Orlando full time, mm-hmm. and uh, I ninety percent of the time I fly into Louisville, okay. Southwest. Uh, but with Allegiant Airlines, let's go to Allegiant goes from from Daytona, Sanford. It goes to to uh, Louisville, Lexington, Owensboro, Evansville. Uh, they're all within an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, uh, and if, if you really want to fly, you know if. If anybody internationally wants to go to Paris, you know, there's a direct flight that goes from Indianapolis to Paris. <laughs> so, and if probably you, Francais on French Lick. And if you have your own plane, there is an airport in French Lick. So there. Yes, there is. We we, we refer to it as the Pete Dye International Airport. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a French Lick. Uh, we have 5,200 feet of, of pristine runway. There you go. Uh, the 50, 5201 gets a little bumpy, but uh, we're, we're good to there. So. <laughs> I'll just hope the brakes work. Okay. All right. So that is the background. Thus endeth the history lesson and the promotional portion. When we come right back, we're going to be talking about the third annual senior LPGA championship, which starts in less than a week at the French Lick Resort, the Peak Die Course. And we're coming right back. So hang with us. We are those weekend golf guys. Of course, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash golfguys. We would love it if you were to go there and like us. We'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us, facebook.com slash golfguys. This segment of Those Weekend Golf Guys is brought to you by CBS Sports HQ. I think we're all aware that sports TV nowadays is is full of made-up drama. Same topics being beaten into the ground with, with ideas and takes from people who don't even believe what they're saying themselves. But CBS Sports is going to change all that. CBS Sports HQ is a network that streams live 24-7, and they have coverage that is focused on just the game. Football, they got it. FedEx playoffs, they got it. Fantasy sports, well, their experts are going to give you the info you need to make all the right calls for your lineup, and, and football season is coming up. No fake debates, no politics, just real sports for real sports fans. Just open the CBS Sports app. And you can watch anytime from anywhere on your phone or at home on your Apple TV, Roku, or Fire TV. It couldn't be easier. And it's all totally free. Download the CBS Sports app and watch CBS Sports HQ today. Hey, we are back. We are those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. Our guest is Brendan Sweeney, director of player development for the French Lick Resort. And uh, man, you've got—I don't know—is this the biggest, the senior LPGA championship? Is that the, the biggest event that you guys have with golf during the course of any year? Well, no, no yeah, yes and no. No, I mean, as far as as the beneficiary, the Riley's. You know, kid, you know, Children's Hospital up in Indianapolis. Actually, throughout the whole state of Indiana, there's 92 counties in the state. And I bet you anybody that you ask in the state of Indiana that lives there or grew up there knew some kid or some relative that has gone through the uh, the, the the threshold of Riley's. Right. Um, but you know, we we have outings, and as far as golf tournaments are concerned, since we opened up the golf course, the Pete Dye course in 2009. Gosh, I think we've hosted. 16 championships, give or take. 
Uh, we had the Big Ten Men's and Women's Championship, the USGA Men's State Team Championship, the Senior PGA, Indiana Opens. Um, uh, but with the, the Senior LPGA Championship, it's a major. So yeah. if you if you look back at the majors that have been hosted at, at, at the French Lick Resort, you have to go back to 1924 with Walter Hagen winning the, uh, the PGA Championship at the Hill Course, um, followed up by 59 and 60 LPGA Championships. So that's three right there. And this is our third year with uh, – with the, uh, the the senior ladies, so that's what six. Uh, then we had the fifteen senior PGA seven, and then if you really want to dig deep in the majors, go ask a club professional like Jeff. What is their major? And that would be the two thousand ten Club Pro Championship. So I'll go with about yeah. eight majors hosted at the resort. Wow, that was unscripted. You know? That's pretty damn good. <laughs> you know, I was uh, I was there for a few of those. The uh, the, the Big Ten Championships, I've been there for a few of those as a rules official. Uh, that was pretty interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, oh, uh, were, were you there? Were you there? In, uh, it was 12, 13, 14. So in 12, mm-hmm. it came down to the 17th hole. Indiana's playing Illinois. Yeah, Luke I Justin was the rules official Hill. on the site at that moment. I got to watch it's, the debacle. Oh, close so, and personal. So Luke Guthrie, Chase Wright going – Nose to nose, uh, Chase Wright bangs one left in the in the fescue. Yeah, Mike Myers there. You're there. Yeah, um, and I ran into Chase not too long ago. Actually, at Augusta, and I said, "Hey, how's <laughs> that 17th no. hole?" And he was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, there, there's uh, there, there's there's some great memories on the golf course there, and. Uh, and it just That's not one of them. <laughs> That's not well, one of them. <laughs> for you, because you're an Indiana fan. For him, he was an Illinois fan, so it worked out good for him. I had to sit Absolutely. there and watch. And, you know, the best thing that could have happened in that scenario didn't happen, and there were chances for it to happen, but it just wasn't the case because the Big Ten camera crew was there, and they're the ones that found the golf ball. Mm. <laughs> had they not found the golf ball, I'm pretty sure that it wouldn't have gotten found. Let me tell you, it yeah. was not in anybody's best interest that that ball was was uh, visible. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That was it. Oh, but well. now, so, now, if it would happen today, the rules have been changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they didn't. So yeah, that's our Chase Rice sector for the day. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not a problem. That that golf course, Pete Dye course. Uh, I know you call it the Ross course, the Hill course, but. Um, does does the Pete Dye course count that like the mountain course or what? Because if you miss a fairway on that course, um, there are no easy shots to recover from. It's no. Well, if you if, the way that Pete built the course, he built it for championships yeah. for the future. Okay. So when when he came up with the design, literally sketched on the back of a napkin, you know, at a at a at a restaurant up in I think Monroeville or somewhere. Um, he said he wanted to build a championship for the future. So the back tees at the die course stretch all the way back to 8102. Mm-hmm. Now with the senior LPGA championship and with the legends championship with the Alistair invitational, there's no flipping way we play it back that far. So we'll play the, the senior LPGA um, probably in a ballpark around 5,900 yards. Okay. And that's plenty, yeah. plenty of, plenty of chew off. So you get some, some great competition. The ladies are wonderful. Um, you know, they're not as strong as they used to be. There's probably, I don't know, I guess 20 ladies that, that will 
they all compete. There's 20 contenders, in, in my opinion, yeah. that can carry the carry the weight. You, you, you can't outdrive Laura Davies and a couple other ladies out there, but you know, they sort of overpower the course, and that could be good and could be bad. But you know, you look at what the USGA did with some of the ladies, with what they did at the uh, Senior Women's U.S. Open and, and uh, Mid Pines. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Pine Needles this year. Yeah, Pine Needles. Yeah. You know, they tricked out the course, and I, I, I don't think uh, I think three under may have won it. For the whole for the whole yeah. thing, so I mean, a lot of ladies were shooting high, and you don't want to embarrass them out there. No, not at all. It is what it is. When, when yeah. you also have it's a fun week, and, but it's a major championship. You know, yeah. we're playing for you know we have a six hundred fifty thousand dollar purse. It's going to be on the Golf Channel for three days, and you know, the fourteenth, fifteenth, and sixteenth. You know, three hours a day. So flip it on. Yeah, and you, you've got the the golf personalities uh, from the LPGA. The, the, basically, you've got the women who built the LPGA. Janie Blaylock yeah. and Jan Stevenson and uh, Laura Davies, as you mentioned, and, and and all of those. And it's great sometimes just hang out and be quiet and listen to their conversations. They're hilarious. <laughs> they're probably talking about us. <laughs> the stories they're telling each other is, is, is really great, you know. And Janie will not be in a good mood because the Red Sox didn't make the playoffs. So, you know, she's a big-time Red Sox fan. So she's not going to be happy. But, you know, you also have, I mean, with the addition going on this year, um, we are not going to be having the, the honors division. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to sort of fade it in again next year at the Ross course. And those are the ladies over the age of 63. Yeah. Um, so, you know, someone like Pat Bradley, Hall of Famer, someone like, you know, Jan Stevenson, you know, Jane Blaylock, they won't be around this year. Yeah. And the next generation's fading in, but we're also looking forward to the new players that are coming in. Yeah. So we have uh, Karen Stupples from the Golf Channel. Um, cool. You know, she's a play by play gal there. She won the yeah. British Open, women's British Open. Uh, Back in, I think, 2004, she'll be out there playing. Fantastic. Uh, so she's another great competitor. Uh, next year, uh, Christy Kerr, uh, she'll be rid of the rock and roll. Is it Christy Kerr? No, Carrie Webb, my bad. Okay. Carrie Webb. All right. Um, we need uh, – it would be great if Annika could make it. If Annika could come out, that would really be a great thing. But uh, uh, she decided not to, not to do it. So. Oh, oh, well. Maybe next time. Happens. Now this this is just a little bit the way the way you scheduled it's just a little bit strange for a, a golf tournament. The competition is not going to be on the weekend, right? Well, that was due to the fact of uh, just television time. Okay. Okay. Our deal with the LPGA, our deals with the LPGA, their mm-hmm. deals with the Golf Channel. Ah, okay. And they said it, you know, if you, if you want to be on a tape delay at midnight, we get you on the weekends, mm-hmm. or you could own the Golf Channel in the afternoons, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Good Which job. works out pretty well because we have the pro am on on uh, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, Sunday's a rest day. Uh, Monday go out, uh, but we also have the at the West Baden Springs Hotel. We also have the Legends Hall of Fame, and this year we're uh, inducting uh, Hollis Stacy, uh, oh. won three uh, women's U.S. Opens. Uh, great lady. So there's an induction ceremony with her coming up, and uh, she's really excited. I spoke to her the other day, and she just can't wait. So. Fantastic. Yeah, we have uh, the museum there, and there's great, great names on the wall and some great memorabilia, and, and get if a chance to see the museum as well as see West Bay. If you're close, how much does it cost to go? Five bucks. Five bucks. Mm-hmm. But all the money goes to Riley. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, if you want to, you know, it's basically free. Yeah. And then, you know, throw a couple shekels in a pot for the kids, and you call it a day. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, great. Great town to hang out in, uh, great history at the resort, great golf at the resort, and uh, a splendid time will be guaranteed oh, and for hey, all. Oh, hey, and we're getting, ready to, we're getting ready to open another another hotel. What? 
Where? See, when you when you had your grabber, you said we need more rooms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> directly, you know, when you walk directly at the casino. So when you're looking at the casino from the parking garage, it's the left hand side there. We're building uh, six stories, uh, seventy one rooms, uh, with the big uh, Valley Bar and and the sports book be right there as well. So uh, this, it'll bring us close to seven hundred and forty five rooms, I believe. That should be Between enough. Three- <laughs> At least for this Come week. <laughs> yeah, well, we had uh, we had Val Skinner on the show uh, about six weeks ago, and uh, uh, she she was looking forward to being back there. So we want to make sure we we get in and say hello to her when uh, when she gets there. So. Have a good time. Yeah. Well, uh, let me know when you want to come up, and uh, we'll get you some rooms, and we'll be back. We'll we, have, we probably have the best uh, media center in all of golf. We'll be yeah. taking over the Pete Dye Mansion. Yeah. And uh, it is. And uh, man, whether whether you're in media or you're a tourist or whatever, you will never find any place that you were treated better than the French Lick Resort. So I just want to say that no matter who you are, those guys are phenomenal. <laughs> And, uh, and coming from you, it. that's a great compliment. We appreciate it. <laughs> Not a problem. Brendan Sweeney, Director of Player Development at the uh, French Lick Resort. Great place to go, whether you want to go for the uh, Senior LPGA Championship or you want to go so you, you can play golf, because the Pete Dye course is going to be a little busy between the uh, 10th and the 14th of October this year. But any time. Uh, but the, but the Ross go. course will be wide open. It so certainly will. We'll, we'll play golf in the morning and watch golf in the afternoon. We will do that, definitely. Look forward to it. Brendan, thank you so much for giving us some time here with those weekend golf guys, bud. Jonathan, John, thanks for the opportunity, guys. See you soon. All right. Always love having you. Yeah, and I know you're probably a little bit confused in our discussion we had about the, uh, the sports book thing being open. In the state of Indiana, they allowed um, gambling casinos, a couple of them, throughout the state. But just in the past two weeks, did they allow sports books? It used to be that Atlantic City and um, and Vegas were the only places you could go and do sports betting, but now you can do it at the casinos in the state of Indiana too. They're one of our sponsors. I'll tell you that up front. But CBS Sports HQ, have you checked it out yet? It's a streaming network, twenty four seven. They don't do any superfluous sports. They don't give all kinds of guys with stupid opinions, yeah, arguing back and forth and yelling at each other. Uh, no fake debates, no politics. All they do is they talk about sports for real sports fans like us. Uh, and it's free, not for a week or a month or, you know, if if you're on one foot jumping up and down and say the magic words. No, it's totally, completely free for everybody. You don't even need to log in and you can get the information you need to make some of those intelligent bets now at the Sportsbook. Just open the CBS Sports app, watch anytime from anywhere on your phone or at home on your Apple TV, Roku, or Fire TV. Download the CBS Sports app, watch CBS Sports HQ today, and hang out because we're coming right back. Are you a sales guy or a business owner? And do you use golf in your business? You should, you know. It's a great way to build a relationship much quicker and much more deeply than you can in a month full of business lunches. Really is. You can learn more about somebody in 18 holes of golf than, than, than you can any other way. Check it out. Make sure you do it right. We've got a place you can go. It's called thebusinessgolfcourse.com. Got a freebie there for you to download on how to put together the perfect foursome to actually make a whole lot of money, a whole lot more money than you're going to make normally. It's the best way to make friends and influence people, if you pardon the expression. Golf for Business, thebusinessgolfcourse.com, the perfect golf foursome. You can get it for free. Just go there, thebusinessgolfcourse.com. One more time, the write it all out, one word, thebusinessgolfcourse.com. 
thebusinessgolfcourse.com. And thanks for hanging, man. We are those weekend golf guys. I'm John Ashton. He is Jeff Smith. And, man, again, um, don't want to sound like, you know, a tourist attraction is all we are about to this week. But French Lick Resort is just a fantastic place to be. And like, like he said, it, from where we are, it's an hour. From where you are, it's like an hour. Hour and fifteen minutes. I've been there a few times. I love yeah, it. It's, it's, I mean, I just I take the wife, and we've gone down there just to enjoy. I played golf there a bunch, and mm-hmm. just, if I'm yeah. going to play golf in the state of Indiana, that is always on the top of my list. Yeah, I mean, there's only really two bucket list courses in Indiana. Well, maybe more than that. You've got the Brickyard. There's a few. In fact, there's a there's peak, a Pete Dye Golf Trail in the state of Indiana because that's where he's from. There, there is right. Um, you want to, you know, if you're playing in Indiana. You know, you want to go to the French Lick. You mm-hmm. want to play the Pete Dye. You want to play the Donald Ross. You want to go down a little bit further into Jasper, and you want to get there, and you want to play Sultan's Run. Sultan's Run is a phenomenal course, which is also right. – you can also get a deal playing Sultan's Run through French Lick. You can I know. St- they've got stay and play there. I, so, I mean, it's, it's a great right. course. And, and if you want to shoot up to Indy, you get yeah. yourself on the Brickyard. All right? That's yeah. a, 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 it's a great Pete Dye golf course. You have four holes inside the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You got the the sound of hot cars buzzing the track when you play. Let me tell you, that's a whole different kind of experience right there. It's got to be. A lot of people don't look at Indiana as being a golf mecca. Well, it's because of poor advertising, I got to tell you. Yeah. Because we got some great golf courses. You go over on the other side of Indianapolis, you go to the Fort. It's another Pete Dye golf course on just a a mind-blowingly beautiful piece of property. Yeah. And – you know, it's a it's a great layout. It's a great track. I apologize for bringing this up because I can't remember the name of the course. I guess I could pause and go look it up, but that would take too much time and sound too professional. So uh, the name of the course escapes me, but a municipal course in Lexington, Kentucky was designed yeah. by Pete Dye. Really? Yeah. How about that? Yes, indeed. So that. there you go. There you go. You know, we did an entire show last week about don't play out of your ability. Don't do anything stupid because it's just going to cause you more. And I saw a phrase that encapsulates exactly the thought process in one sentence that we took over an hour to explain. <laughs> it's don't hit the shot you want to hit. Hit the shot you know you can. That's right. I mean, it's, that just makes so smart much golf, sense. Right? Exactly. So much People sense. People ask me a lot what length of golf course they should be playing. And, and there's a simple common sense formula for this. All right. So I want you to write this down. John, I'm ready. Do the quick math here. Get out the pencil and paper. Yeah. You get out your five iron and you hit your five iron. And however far your five iron normally flies in the air, Uh you multiply that number. So, John, in your case, 150 yards. (laughs) And you multiply that by 36. Okay. So, John, do the quick math on that. What length of golf course should you be playing? You know, it's, it's that simple. Of a, of a formula and it's really appropriate. So I hit my five iron 185 yards in the air. In the air. Multiply that by 36. That puts me at 6,660 yards. Mm-hmm. That puts me at a fun, scorable distance of a golf course. Yeah. Instead of saying, you're going to go out and play 7,000 yards at 54 years old. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to play 6,600. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's a simple thing. So if you hit your five iron, let's say, John, you hit your five iron, let's let's call it 170 yards. That, that's about it. multiply that by 36. Yeah. That puts you at a 6120 golf course. Yeah. 
And what that means is that you don't have to try to kill your driver mm-hmm. in order to have you your a, a good club in, like an eight iron or a nine iron yeah. in. Yeah. And this makes sense. Yeah, I was I was playing a course that um, we're playing from the forward tees because that's what we've been doing recently. And uh, yeah. it was basically, I, I think the, the longest shot I had was with a seven iron. But for the most part, my second shots were pitching wedges and, and up, you know, yeah. sand wedges and stuff, which I thought made it a little bit too short for me. It should have yeah. been, I should have been playing a little longer. But the, the other tees, the, the next set back was like, a, you know, 7,100 yards or something. There was, you got a lot of love when you moved up from the whites to the, uh, to the silvers. I'm just going to say, yeah. You know? Well, that's just kind of how it goes. Yeah, right? yeah. So, is that the is that the uh, formula they use for determining where they should put their tee boxes? You know, I'm not sure. Okay, okay. I just didn't know what. I'm, I'm not sure what the formula is, but here's here's some realities of of things. Now, there's also uphill landing areas, downhill landing areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where would if they could move a tee box, like there wasn't some land restriction or something obvious, like it's built in, these tees are built into a hill. Right. Right. Or, or you've, you've got a big lake and you don't want to put a tee box out into a lake. Um, or, you know, you know, either in front of you or behind you, right. You, right. you, you want to build the golf course the way you can without having to have a whole lot of extra expense. Um, you know, you can, you can look at how certain factors affect the hole. True. Yeah. How they want to shape the green, where they want to put a bunker, you know, what kind of shot do they want to have in? There's a lot of variation there because you can just move a different set of tees and you know, like you just mentioned, how the holes will play significantly different. Mm -hmm. And it'll be, you know, significantly easier if you've got nine iron and wedge in your hand than it is if you've got five iron and six iron in your hand. And the only difference was how far back you stood on the on the first shot. Right. Yeah. Only one. Only one. That's, that's really cool to, to take into consideration too. When uh, you, you you need you need to be honest with yourself. I think that's the biggest problem most of us have is is actually being. I don't know if it's being honest or just being realistic. Um. Yeah. But like that question, how far do you hit your five iron in the air? Yeah, in the air. How many of you said 180 or higher who have a handicap in the double digits? Okay. Those yeah. those two things probably aren't <laughs> aren't uh, able to coexist. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. There's a lot of people that are um oh, for lack of a better term, uh delusional. Mhm. <laughs> right? Yeah. About how far they actually fly a ball. Yeah. Now, a lot of people go, yeah, I can hit this this far. Sure you can. How much of it is bounce and roll? Because what you don't want to factor in is I I got 185 to get it over that lake. Right. Right. And you got Billy Bob saying 185 yards. Like, do you? About to find out whether you do or not. Yeah. <laughs> right. I may find out that it's 185 is not all in the air and it's hard to yeah. get roll in the middle of a lake or even on the yeah. edge of a lake. Um, you, you really want to, yeah, you really want to know how far you hit like, like a wedge. Cause a lot of, a lot of times I'll, I'll say, and, and guys I play with, they go, well, I can hit my sand wedge, uh, a hundred yards. Well, yeah, you can, but not in the air. And the best way to prove that to you is 
be 100 yards off of a green that's elevated 30 feet. Where when your ball hits the ground, it's not going to bounce forward onto the green. It's going to bounce on a hill and stop or roll backwards. <laughs> and you're not going to get anywhere close to 100 yards. Because a lot of the 100 yards is carry. Um, I mean, is, is roll, not carry with uh, with your club. So you have to take that into consideration, guys and gals. And again, be, be realistic. Be realistic. Now, without going out and buying a bunch of uh, high-tech stuff, those those little things that you put on the, the end of your clubs um, that register how far you go, you know, you touch the little receiver on your belt and then hit the ball and it shows you how far it went. Uh, yeah. Or or doing it in a place like a golf golf cave, like with you, where you've got the, um, the 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 monitors and all that. Realistically, can somebody just go to a driving range and try to get an idea? Because I mean, it's difficult to see how far you are with driving ranges because the the demarcation points or the marks of of the yardages are not all that accurate. You know, it depends. If if you've got some yardage markers that are out there, some of them are generic, like the ones that are on the cart paths. Mm-hmm. Usually they put those right in line with the center of the fairway just to give you an idea yeah. of where you are. Yeah. Right? But distance works on an arc from the flag, you know, or the center of the green in this case, um, on an arc. Right. All the way out to wherever you are. Right. So it's... They're, they're good representations, but the trouble is, is that you've, you've got to get it so it's somewhat accurate. Mm-hmm. You know, back in the day, we used to have those yardage bushes. Yeah. You know, and they put them straight across the fairway from each other at 150 yards. And, and those were just guides. Mm-hmm. You know, I would, if I wasn't dead center in the middle of the fairway and I'm equidistant to those bushes, I'm clubbing up one. Okay. Okay, it, and it's just one of those things. I, I club up until I overclub. You know, um, you know, and the ball tells me it went too far. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but but to get to get an idea of, uh, you know, it's really difficult for occasional golfers, recreational golfers, whatever you want to call us, the the once a week, twice a month kind of guys, to yeah. get a good representation of how far they do hit a club as opposed to how far they can hit a club because yeah you can hit a club well if you hit it well you know if you make the center face contact and you've got the 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 timing is right but on average how far do you hit it that's what you need to know if you hit it if you if you plan for hitting a 5 iron 150 yards and you hit 180 yards oh too bad <laughs> You know? Exactly. <laughs> right. Deal with it. <laughs> I, I I like looking at what's the most likely one that's coming out. Right. Right. Averages are somewhat misleading. Um, you know, if I dump one in front of me or if I skull one really long and I average those two, you know, I've got issues. Right. right? So I'm looking for the what's the most likely scenario on the carry distance. Yeah. Because I can't predict what I'm going to land it on. I, I think I know. Yeah. But I really am not sure. Yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. And that's that's what you have to do is you have to go out. Uh, whether you want to do it on a course, you want to do it on a driving range, you want to get in front of a guy like Jeff who's got some flight monitors and all the scopes and things, and just get an idea of what your average distance is with every club, then you can make much better informed decisions about uh, what to do when you are out on a course, and it becomes something of importance to pick the right club, the right distance, the right shot. And again, hit the shot you know you can, not the one you think you should. Or you think, how about this? Know the one you think, hit the one you think you should, not the one you think you can. (laughs) (laughs) Cut. (laughs) I think I can hit this shot right over this lake right now. Okay. Don't hit the one you think you should. Hit the one you know you can. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's right. Big difference there. (laughs) There is a big difference there. But again, you know, you never know what you're going to land it on. Right. Right. So it's always about your carry distance all the time with your irons. Because I can't tell you, John, how many times I've struck a ball that I I thought I was going to predict that it was going to land on the green, but it did not because it struck the flagstick and bounced back at me. Yeah, It's a little too high on the flagstick at that point. If you hit it just at the right spot on the flagstick, it kills it dead. If you hit it really low on the flagstick, it bounces into the hole. But the one that hits high on the flagstick, that's yeah. the tough one yep. because it kicks it someplace else. And I hate those, man. I have been I trying do. to eliminate those from my game, too. I could feel I you, know. buddy. I know what yeah. it's like. <laughs> you, I know. You've suffered the consequences of that one too many times in your life. Well, one time in my life. I'm going to, I am going to stop <laughs> aiming at this flag. <laughs> right now because i sure don't want to hit it again we've got some more time together we will be right back hey with us we are those weekend golf guys of course we have a facebook page facebook.com slash golf guys we would love it if you were to go there and like us we'd love it even more if you'd go there and follow us facebook.com slash golf guys zig ziglar said that if i like you i will talk to you but if i trust you i will do business with you And that's the frustration of all of us in the business world. It takes so much longer to build trust than it does just to get someone to like you. Unless you have a shortcut. And that's why we're here. We have a shortcut. It's called golf. We have a free group for you to join and we can explain it all. It's called the Back Nine Advisory Board. Go to thebusinessgolfcourse.com and join for free our Facebook group, the Back Nine Advisory Board. Build trust with customers and potential customers in 18 holes. The Back Nine Advisory Board for all business people who want to learn how to quickly get their clients and their potential clients to trust them with golf. The Back Nine Advisory Board, thebusinessgolfcourse.com. That's thebusinessgolfcourse.com. So now not only do you know all of the history of the French Lick Resort, but some of the history of the state of Indiana to begin with, which is very cool. Like I said, Indiana should be on your bucket list if you're a golfer because there's a lot of great places to go there. And if you're at all into history, if you're into trains, there's a train museum there too. I mean, it's pretty cool. It is a cool place. And there is a restaurant at the French Lick Hotel called 1875, which is a steakhouse. Do not go in there trying to wear a hat. No, 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 no. No. They will not allow you in wearing a hat. That's right. No matter how fashionable that hat might be, guys, you can't come in wearing a hat. 
but it's it's the, some of the most delicious steak you've probably ever had anywhere. So looking forward to going there, and um, we'll be there for at least a couple of those days. I'd like to see you there too, buddy. Come on, you can go play. We, you know, we have never played the I'd Ross like course to... together. We've played the we've played the the played Pete, the Pete Dye Dye. course a couple times. But we've never played the Ross. Never You're played right. the Ross. I like the Ross course. You know, there's some too. good stuff there. I do too. It's it's. The, I think I'll make you the designated putter of the group, <laughs> just so that way I can get my jollies without having to go through the same amount of pain. <laughs> there, there is not a straight putt on the Donald Ross course. Oh man! And there sure isn't a flat one either. No man, it's it's ridiculous. Very challenging, very fun though, very fun, and they, they keep it in great shape. And again, you just you just have to go. And even even the the Valley Course, the Tom Bendelow Course, little nine holer. That's that's a pretty cool little course. It is. It's, it's great. It's a pretty cool little golf course. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And and we've got some pictures uh, on our Facebook page at facebook.com/golfguys of uh, the resort in general. French Lick Resort, the uh, West Baden Springs. Is it Baden or Baden? It's or, Baden. Baden, okay. West Baden Springs Hotel, uh, which is part of the French Lick Resort and some of the golf courses and, and some of the uh, the scenery there. Second highest point in the state of Indiana, almost 1,000 feet mm-hmm. tall so, or above sea level, however you want to look at it. I remember we did try to play the Ross course. You brought your daughter and uh, yeah. just about 15 minutes before tea time, a thunderstorm rolled through. And 20 minutes after our tea time, mm-hmm. it was not a golf course. It was a lake. Yeah. So, I remember. Yeah, so we just you sat know the, in the restaurant. So we, food was good. Food was delicious. <laughs> food was good. I remember that. Excuse me, I'll have the hot brown. <laughs> check <laughs> check it out and check us out. Thoseweekendgolfguys.com, Facebook.com slash golfguys. Uh, look forward to it. If you're anywhere close, I mean, five bucks, come on up to French Lick for the uh, Senior LPGA Championship. Hope to see you there. And if not, hope to see you out on a course somewhere, uh, whether you're coming to see us or not. Just Go play some golf. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.